You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's your boy Cody Mack here with another episode of What's the Word. I'm here in the, we at LSD Studios, and I'm here chilling with... I don't think this man need no introduction, especially not for Chicago culture, because you know we're finna get into some some stuff. I'm here with the legendary Jim Jones, aka Mr. Capo, you know what I'm saying, aka the weatherman, aka, you know what I'm saying, just one of my idols that everybody in the hood is to always say that I remind him of. So it's crazy and I'm sitting here talking to him, you know what I mean? And then on the left of him, we got the pride of the West Side 290 in the building. You know what I'm saying? We got the homie Mac 11 in here. So we finna yes, get into a good interview. So, fellas, how y'all doing today? I'm feeling pretty chilling. good. <coughs> chilling, chilling, chilling. Feeling best? Yeah. Man, you look a little tired, guy. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just, I went to the gym to work out. Then I went to um, Lyrical Lemonade and ended up playing basketball up there. So, I don't play basketball every day. That's you had to bring them old skills out. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. No, they. I was just talking to somebody the other day. They say at a certain age, man, when you start hooping, it ain't the same. Like, your body don't... Body feel weak got the word. It's not the fact that your body feel weak. If you start doing something that you don't do every day, of course it's gonna take a certain type of toll on you. Like I work out all day. I just finished doing like an hour and a half in the gym. That has no effect on me because that's something I'm used to. But playing basketball is a whole different type of workout that I don't do and I haven't probably done in a year or so. So you know. Okay. You was just talking. I was just watching the interview, um, and you was just saying that you and Cam two on two could take y'all could take anybody. So, like, you need you need a you need a, a six months to get ready to get warm up to take nah, on everybody. I'm cool. I need a couple of weeks. Cam need a couple of weeks. Basketball never leaves you. Okay. I was just the warm up, getting the starter for that two on two. Yeah, that was the warm up. It felt it felt good playing ball. Though. I still got a and Mac, still you got a little shot. Mac, you was hooping too. No, I was I was standing on the sideline in case. Somebody lost. If somebody lost, I was gonna have to get in. You know, yeah, I ain't even gonna lie, man. I know this. I know this. Is your man, this is your partner. But everybody in Chicago know the West Side ain't got no hoopers, man. Oh, huh? Shit. What? You went oh, Chicago on the West Side ain't got no hoopers. That's West crazy. Side ain't got no hoopers, man. No, it, it, what it is, we just never make it out. Like we got some hoopers, they just never take it all the way there. Like we got some hoopers though. Hey, who y'all got? Iman. 
Yeah. He just never made it out. You feel me? <laughs> we got uh uh Red, uh what was his name? Curry, Patrick Curry. He just never made it out. It's a lot of them. Like it's a couple of them. Look, man. Like got, it ain't like it ain't like the South Side. Yeah, yeah, we it got ain't the, like we D got Rose. The we got D Rose, man. Wait, like, we got Patrick <laughs> Beverly though. Hey, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna keep 100 with you. Basketball. You still get a basketball check in high no school. How you high school it. basketball, right? Patrick Beverly was a goat. Yes. Yes. Was a goat. I just seen Patrick Beverly was a goat. Forty pieces. Was a goat. Him and on the west side of Chicago. On the west side of Chicago. And we had Sharon Collins. Sharon used to get there. Rose the business. On the west side of Chicago. Yeah, I give you that. But y'all you know, saying high school. Is we high just school. never Dave made Rose it. Rose is the MVP. But we gonna get. <laughs> we gonna get into the interview. I just I let you know this. That's how I mean, um, about Cam in the city. Cam was Cam was a hooper like that in high school. Yeah. I mean, I know. I seen the um the video with the ball here. You know, he got busy. He's a, Chip Stephon up all the time. Stephon was super nice though back in high school. They used to go at it all the time. It's a bunch of pros that can played against Sham Sham God. That's his personal friend. They grew up in the same same. Yeah, Sham game. So Cam had it like that. No, Cam was definitely one of the nicest niggas that came out of the Harlem period. He used to play Rush Rucker Park at like age fifteen. Yeah, that's so So um so we guess we're gonna start with basketball, man, because that's where we at with it. You know, Chicago is the mecca of basketball. You know what I'm saying? All the Chicago hoopers. Chicago's the mecca of basketball? It's the mecca. I, I won't know. I, I, it's the, well, I can't agree hoopers. with you. I can't agree with you because I'm from Chicago Man, too, though. you from the west side. I'm from Chicago, but I know where real killers at, though. First of all, Chicago's the mecca of basketball because of Michael Jordan played here. No, it's the mecca of basketball because we got the best hoopers. No, that's not, you heard what Anthony Davis a, said. That's not a fact. That's never been a fact. <laughs> I mean, it's never been a fact. It's yeah. like never been in the ESPN. Like they never say, we, they Bro, never said that in ESPN. None of them states, but I know New York has always been slated. You know why? Because you know why? Because New York, New York run media just like y'all run music. Oh, y'all hold y'all hold that, so y'all can, can control it. the narrative, I can man. Dig it. I can dig it. Y'all control I can, the narrative, I can, I can but that's it. why you got you got me. You know what I'm saying? What? So you 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 talk like you used to get busy. I did all right, but you know I come from all under the hoopers, man. Right. I come from under all the hoopers. You know what I'm saying? I was, the, I was the guy with, the, you know what I'm saying, going around, you know what I'm saying, watching them. You know what I'm saying? You seen Cornbread early me? Cornbread. Yeah. He, he's he familiar with Cornbread early me. That's an old ass movie, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was the little, I was the little shorty. You know what I'm saying? Watching Cornbread and the hoop, hooping them. I'm, I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? All right. But to keep this interview going, I'm gonna definitely need y'all to talk to the mic, man, because my engineer Terry Rosen over here <laughs> keep giving me signals. All right, so like we talked about off camera, we talked about how we gonna get into this. You know, me personally, um, I definitely don't want to make it all about Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure Mac. You know what I'm saying? That's everybody hyped about Jimmy. I ain't really too. I ain't gonna say it the wrong way. I love Jimmy. You know what I'm gonna say? I love yeah, what yeah. Stand for. Sure. But I'm a Chicago guy first, so I'm gonna make sure my Chicago brothers get their shine while we get their shine. Well, that's why it's here. But we're gonna start with the fan questions, right? All right, so now, Jim. Um, I gotta make sure I say this the right way and make sure I get what I gotta get out this interview because I'm pretty sure everywhere you go, everybody talks to you about like Dipset and the influence y'all had on. Just on the on the world, you know what I'm saying? And when y'all that time, early 2000, the run, I think in my high school years. But it's one thing I know for you people to hear it. You know what I'm saying? You hear those questions, the people telling you that. But bro, I actually lived it. 
You know what I'm saying? And Matt, you being from Chicago, like doing them ages, you you remember like how we listened to the music, how we took the handshakes, like how we like that was just a part of the culture. Yeah. Like, have you ever expressed that to him when you met him? You know what? No, I haven't. Oh, he probably don't even know how, how big of a fan I was of him. Cause I'd have been around him plenty of times and, and never played my music, never like like it, it's organic with us. So I never had to tell him like how much how much I looked up to New Yorkers because of Dipset. Feel me? So like Gore-Tec boots and Maurice and all this, like everything. Looks like, like the Maurice, so man, the Maurice. It's, yeah, it's crazy. The no homo, everything. Everything. <coughs> everything. Like, but to Chicago, us, Chicago's a big dipset town anyway. Me and Cam, me and Cam was always in Chicago. Chicago was one of the towns that we frequent a lot, a lot, a lot. You know, a lot of people on the west side, and we know a lot of people on the south side, but you know, a lot of good people on the west side. And Chicago's always been good to us from when we started coming out here all in 97, I would say. You know what I mean? So. What was your, uh, what was some of your biggest, your best memories <clears throat> in, in the in the shot? Some of my best memories in the shot? I don't know, the shot, just, just the feeling we get when we was out here. Um, remember we had a house out here like in Wrigleysville. We had brought, a couple car, we had brought a couple cars up here. Me and Cam had a house out here. So y'all used to just sneak in the shot, huh? Do y'all the thing on the north side? I mean, I don't know if we were sneaking. I mean, we had like a <laughs> 750 out here. We had a Big Benz out here. We just were staying in the nice parts, but yeah, we, we definitely, Definitely navigated Chicago a lot. Man. And I think that was the west side of Chicago, too. I mean, look, man, ain't no, like, if you oh. on the west side, you lost. Ain't nobody going to really, I'm complaining. I love uh. it. Like, like, <laughs> Brian, yeah, bring, over, bring over me, man. There ain't no 294 ain't going to be at me. Yeah. I still got to live here. Nah, it's all love. <laughs> nah, that's real. But now, when we start talking about that, like, y'all coming in Chicago, um, I don't think... Outside of the clothes, the fashion, and the hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Dipset to us was like, you know, was a, was a lifestyle. Like how they say lifestyle brand, Dipset was a lifestyle. Like Dipset even influenced, I don't think y'all know that Dipset influenced the Chicago street culture. I don't really want too much to say gang culture, but it was Dipset that started making people go away from organized, you know what I'm saying, sets and making their own little clicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And naming it after like rap, like the most pop one of the most popular groups on the South Side of Chicago when we used in high school was a group uh from Kenwood called they self dipset. Right. They was the most one of the most popular right. groups. And they named they called they self dipset. And then that bird with what y'all had going on with Wayne. But we were but we both really money. Here, what I'm trying to say we were really here. Like Cam used to be always out here with my with my nigga Duke. Shout out to Duke from K Town. Like Cam used to be in K Town all the time like if he wasn't he'd, he'd be right out here in k-town and i don't know if you're familiar with him with, with how how cam used to be out here but i'm in chicago no nah, he got all of his records look for what like yeah on the yeah i don't side. think you i don't see, think you're familiar you with see, that he was on the south side you, huh? you talking about <laughs> what, <laughs> what y'all did for what we did for y'all but chicago is a reflection of a lot of things that we did in our music and things as you can hear chicago slang i'm on the west side of chicago looking for a bus down bus down with chicago language we got that from out here i'm on the west side of chicago looking for a bus down you dig so we just got that on camera that 
that the Harlem boys was influenced by Chicago, so we just got that okay from Jimmy. You know, everywhere you go, you pick up a little yeah, bit of that place if, you, if, you, if, if that's where you at. Like, it's been plenty of places in this country where I spent a lot of time at, and a lot of the lingo reflects in our music, and that's how your music moves through people and shit like that, because now you got people from Chicago that can, can relate, to, relate to something you just said, like, oh, what the fuck you know about a bus down? Or now yeah. you got people in St. Louis that can relate with, you know what I mean? Like, when the niggas like over there or two pair and shit like that, like, it's just... Part of the music is as part of is our dialect. It's how you mix with the people, and people get to understand you more. No, nah, that's real. I don't think it, I don't think nobody ever said over there. Up, I don't think that St. Louis <laughs> should have made up here. But I could definitely say a lot of New York slang, a lot of Atlanta slang came up came, here. Yeah, like like I say, no homo. Like the pause, like we say pause to this day. You know what I mean? Jumping fresh, like all that. That's like yeah, the whole fashion. Like even like when I talk to people sometimes, they be like, "Yo, are you from New York?" Like people all tell me all the time, "Like are you from New York?" Because like how I talk is like, "Yo, it's really Jim Jones." You know what I'm saying? Joel Santana. Like these was my favorite rappers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I listen to Jim Jones every day in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like even uh, that record, that your one of your favorite records in the man right now is Chasing That Feeling. Yeah, I fuck with Chasing That Feeling. That's my heart. That's that's a that's a dear record to me. I've been, been trying to get the video done, but yeah, we need that. My dude, uh, Mark Scadilla, he's down in Tennessee. He got some new kids, some newborns, so he don't really want to leave with all the stuff that's been going on, pandemic and everything. But now, since the, everything's opened up, hopefully we can shoot the video. Okay. Now, I wanted to uh, go over. Well, I'm gonna ask you this: What's your top? What's your top three Jimmy albums? My top three Jimmy albums. We got a lot. Man, that's like, oh, I would say uh, One More Way to Church, the first one. Um, El Capo. Um, Pray for Rain. Okay. I'm going to tell you my three. Harlem Diary of a Summer, I feel like that's a classic album. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably the most complete I ain't gonna say because all your complete. That's probably the most complete project of mine that out of all the dip, like outside of Joel Santana uh, joint, that's probably my favorite dipset project. Yeah, that's one of mine. Like that's that's a you can't skip a record on that. Um Hustler's poem. That's one of mine. <laughs> yeah. And I think Wasted Talent was so slept on. That's like one of my favorite joints. Wasted Talent is actually fire. Yeah, that was, they slept, people slept Wasted on that. Wasted Talent at the kitchen in El Capo, I, I would think as a Recent, my, those are probably the mm. top three albums I made in the past five years. How did you feel when you heard Dirt start off his Hell Cost and Track Hawks with I Remember Claiming Dicks set? That was dope. That was fire. Well, you know, I, I don't know Dirk enough for a long, long time. Even when Chief Keith started going crazy, and Chief Keith always let it be known that Dipset. Or his favorite group or some of his favorite people that do music and shit like that, you know what I mean? So we always respected the love that Chicago had for us and to see all the young artists that was still gravitating to us when Chief Keith and them started going crazy out here was dope. You know what I mean? So when Dirk did that, put that in the record, it was real, it was it was definitely fly to him put that in the shit because I know for for Chicago that meant something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know the whole Chicago. Like, how, like, damn. Like, we done did New Year's parties out here in Chicago. We done did a lot of shit out here in Chicago. You know what I mean? I, we done had a lot of parties, a lot of good times. Yeah, shit. We 
that shit was big for us. Cause I feel like once we heard that, when we heard Dirk say that, it took us back like ten years. Like when we remember everybody wanted to be Dipset, and we was doing the handshake and shit. So that shit was hard. Now I'm gonna keep it rolling, Bree, cause I see you looking at me. Uh, Jim Jones, the executive, right? Um, this ain't your first go around being a label exec. You know what I mean? So what's the difference between Jim Jones, the executive now, and Jim Jones, the executive then? Age. A little bit older, a little bit smarter. My decisions are more precise. So when I was younger, having that much authority and that much power at the same time kind of did a mix. Kind of jaded decisions I should have made for myself and for some artists that were that were uh, trusting me with their talent and pushing their talent forward. Um, but when you when you're young, getting that much money and got that much power, it's kind of jades everything you got going on. And if you don't have nobody. Not even say older, somebody is smart enough to really kind of pull your coattails to let you see what's going on around you and shit like that. Then it's kind of defeats the purpose. We all need somebody that we need to be able to talk to to help us balance things out. And I didn't have that when I was younger. Maybe I didn't want that. And that's ego and pride. But I got I, I learned how to deal with all of that now. So, yeah. Okay. So how did you get into it with Matt? Um, my man Serge. Whoop. Whoop, get her. Guap, I know Guap for a long time, man. I'm proud of Guap too, man. I see him transition itself from, you know, if you're from Chicago, people are very familiar who Guap is and shit like that. Shout um, out to Guap. But to see him turn over and turn into an executive inside of this record industry and giving these kids from Chicago a chance that stardom and success is real dope. And Mac was in the first artist he bring. I remember he was um, talking to me about Cowboy a few years back, and I was still in the midst of me trying to figure out my business and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then um, we stayed close, and as I started to get my business shit together, he was like, yo, I got some more artists, man. I got this new artist named Mac. He's real dope. I think that you would like him and be a good addition to what you're doing and shit like that. Shit. And I seen what he did with Cowboy, and I know that he's very influential out here. I'm even just helping me out when I'm out here for the past years and shit like that. So it's, just, it's dope. It feels dope to be able to do business with him and be able to do business with Mac. Um, and just watching Mac on the gram and see how hard he work and things like that is dope. I think the kid got a lot of, he got a lot of char char characteristics about him and shit like that. His music is the bomb. Um, his new single he got out is fire. The record we did is fire. Um, he got some shit, man, especially for what Chicago do. They got to respect him. He put his work in. You know what I mean? I keep my head to the street. He definitely ain't no chump. He get his, he get his money. He know how to get to a bag and shit like that. And just seeing, just seeing people be able to put their talent in front of them and, Kind of step away from the streets to step into a whole new realm and shit like that is dope, and that's the opportunities I love giving to people like Matt. Mm -hmm. That was that was a smooth ass answer. I fuck with that. Now Matt, like, uh, I do a few. <laughs> you see what they all would be though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, well, we the, we the, we the head phase in here in it's Chicago. It, 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 it ain't going to last. It's a, it's a wonderful feeling. It's like, you know, like how we looked up to Michael Jordan and shit. How, you know how we looked, like you said, like how Dirk just said, Dipset. I remember I remember claiming Dipset. Now I can really claim it. Now I can really be like, nigga, nigga I'm next to them people. Like, I can really say that shit now. You feel mm -hmm. me? So it's it, I ain't going to lie. Like, when I be getting texts from them and shit, it be still like, Damn, like this is like it's crazy. You feel me? Nah, that's real because like my big brother is like my one of my mentors. Then like a pops to me, right? And we we talk have freaking conversations. 
And one of the things he told me, we was talking one day, he was like, bro, how hard you growing and how you doing? It's like, he's like one day, you're going to be interviewing Jim Jones. He's like, you and Jim Jones, believe it or not, we both cancers. He's like, that's, that's you. Like, he's like, one day you're going to be doing it. You know, that's your, one of your favorite rappers, Joel's and all of them. And he, when I told him, like, yo, I got this opportunity with Jim, he like, Jim, you spoke that shit into existence. He like, like, everybody back in the hood, all the guys, like, when they see this shit, when they see the pictures, when they see they going to be like, damn, you. You working hard. Yeah, like, yeah, this is one it's, of them it's, guys. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? Dill said and Killer Season probably fucked up the hood a little bit. Dead in the wire kind of fucked up the hood a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? But that was an influence on us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely. Definitely, man. I appreciate that, man. Definitely nah, appreciate that, man. Um, I want to wrap this up, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot. Shout out to Guap, man. I feel like we go, we gonna probably rap and try to, you know what I'm saying, do this again and get more more in tune because I fuck with you and I fuck with you got going. Um, Mac, I fuck with you. Um, Jimmy, you a hustler, right? You know what I'm saying? It's known you hustling. You are everything you do makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I get that from you. Like a lot of things you, you say, everything you do makes sense to people, give you opportunities. It got to make sense. When it comes to this music game, I've heard people always say that music is not where the money at. Mm-hmm. So, wh- what are some other ways that you can encourage artists to get money outside of music? Music is where all the money's at. Don't let nobody fool you. All the money is in the music. Those who can't get the money, they hustle probably ain't right, or they don't probably have the talent or the smarts to get the bag. You dig? Mm -hmm. But I make a bag all the time in this motherfucking business. I just made a bag last night. Like, shit, the money is here. These kids are making millions of dollars off of these streams and the way that the music runs right now. What I can tell you is that the music is always first, and yes, there's other ways to make ancillary money and usually the music leads you to all type of business that could make you more richer than you would ever just do a music alone. But these things are not going to come to you without the music. Remember that. Okay. The music is what makes you cool. That's your superpower. That turns you into a superhero. And in turn, these businesses want to do business with you because they feel that your super your superheroism is going to make them cool and make them make money on whatever it is that business is. So that's how the game runs. You dig? Yes, dig. I... Well, I, I got to get this off, man, because this is like, so we was in the barbershop the other day, and they was like, yo, we was listening to actually uh, Purple Haze. And I'm like, yo, you can tell me back in, like, when, when that out, like, just in 08, 07, that Jim Jones would be the most lyrical out of Dipset, the most relevant out of Dipset, and just the biggest the biggest artist out of, the, out of that group. Jim, you come from directing, you come from engineering, like, when you see that and people tell you that and give you your flowers, how do you feel? And did you see that for yourself back then? I mean, dumb type of comments don't really move me too much because we just abandoned brothers. The competition between us has always been there. And the fact that Jewels and Cam both don't do music at the capacity I do music right now because they don't have to. And if they wanted to, I think that it would be, we'd be in a boxing ring like Apollo Creed and Rocky because they that skilled at doing music. You understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. But... My aspirations and my business models are different than everybody. Cam is a very rich man, no matter how many pe- people look at it, play it, or whatever. He's been a platinum artist since everybody known him, and I don't know if they understand how that works between publishing, money, and all this type of shit. That nigga been filthy, and he's still very well off. So him doing music at the capacity I'm doing music, he don't have to. He could do music when he wants to. You dig? I'm using my music to fuel a lot of my other businesses, and I do know that this world... But music is compiled with a lot of young people. And the only way to get these young people attention to 
get into the other businesses that I'm doing is by me leading the way and still being in this music game and being relevant in this music game and being a relevant piece that these youngsters still believe in and, 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 and believe in my advice and believe in who I am as an OG to lead them and it's towards the right direction or at least show them things that I went through that they might not have to go through to get, it, to get some success. That's real. I seen that you said like when it comes to the gangster stuff, you tired like the street. When it comes to the streets, you tired. Like, yeah, I did. I mean, shit. I mean, I've, I've I've been out the streets. I mean, doing music was the reason for me to get out the streets. But when I first did music, I was young and I didn't understand the opportunities I had. So I always had one foot in, one foot out per se and shit like that. And there've been a lot of things that've happened that kind of propelled me to just do straight business. You dig? Well, brother, man. I can say I, I would want to talk to you for hours. I got a lot of shit that I want to do <laughs> over with you. But I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying, all my other media brothers and sisters out there, I'm going to let them get their shine, what you got. Appreciate you, man. My Cancerian brother. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> let me get a, uh, just get some photos and it's just a drop. It's both of y'all in Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.